Oh, welcome to the Stumbling Peons, ladies and gentlemen, where two peons stumble the way across urban legends. Who knows? Maybe there'll be a joke or two involved, or maybe we'll just... Right? I am host number one, Dave Budlaw. Dave Budlaw? I am host two, Lachey. Woo! Woo! How spooky. Oh... I don't know how to turn it into a freaking spoopy name. I'll be honest. I I, I tried. I, I was thinking of that as well, and I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> so, but I, I was thinking about the various Halloween uh, like movies and horror characters I know of, but I couldn't connect it to any of them. Mm-mm. So the 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 ghostly Lachey ah. The ghost of Lachey passed. <laughs> Only to be met by the ghost of Lachey future. Why? Why do you visit me, old specter of the future? I don't know. You know how neat that would be? Because then you could just get cheat codes and shit. <laughs> what do you bring? What message do you bring to me? Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. Be a start. What? <laughs> <laughs> do, do I get thirty lives? No. <laughs> you get a bad accessory. For the low cost of five ninety nine, you can get a, a box with a possible <laughs> with a hat. <laughs> you need uh, more tickets. So before we get started with the urban legends, Lachey, did you know that jacker lanterns come from an old Irish legend? Mm-mm. Okay, but well, now you do. No, I do. I think they started out as they didn't used to be pumpkins. I think they used to be a different piece of food. What the heck did they start out as? Legend has it that Stingy Jack invited the devil to have a drink with him, but Jack didn't want to pay for the drink. So he convinced the devil to turn himself into a coin. Instead of buying the drink, he pocketed the coin and kept it close to a silver cross in his house preventing the devil from taking shape again. He promised to let the devil go as long as he would leave Jack alone for a year, and that, if Jack died, the devil wouldn't claim his soul. After a year, Jack tricked the devil again to leave him alone and not claim his soul. When Jack died, God didn't want such a conniving person in heaven, and the devil, true to his word, would not allow him into hell. Jack was sent off into the night with only a burning coal to light his path. He placed the coat inside a carved-out turnip and has been roaming the earth ever since. People in Ireland and Scotland began creating their own creations of jacks, lanterns out of turnips, beets, and potatoes. The tradition traveled to the United States along with the immigrants, and people began to use pumpkins, native to North America, for the lanterns instead. Hmm, so I was right about part of it. Now, how much of that's true with the whole Stingy Jack part? We don't know, but uh, we're not going to try to debunk that. That's not what we're doing here, folks. What we're doing is stumbling our way, and that's what we do. That is the model. Stumble ever forth. So we're going to be talking about some urban legends. Would you like to start with one? Sure. Now, 
what I do is I stumble upon how to pronounce things. Pronounce? Pronounce? How to pronounce Pronounce All righty. So I guess we'll start with um, one in Ireland. All right. This is called the Demon Bride. So there is a... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go for it. Okay. This one's called the Demon Bride. Um, this ghosty would watch over weddings and then the last man struggling behind as everybody's like leaving the plaza or whatever would get approached by said beautiful ghosty she would have him promise to meet her in the graveyard a month from that day she seals the deal with a kiss when the man meets up with her the man soon realizes he has sold his soul and his body to her within a month he goes mad dies and then is buried in that same cemetery she's been terrorizing for over 200 years so she goes she she swoons some straggling guy behind a wedding ceremony as he's leaving to go home and Oof. then steals his soul that just sounds like marriage in general <laughs> <laughs> it happens a lot faster <laughs> <laughs> Spoopy. Hey, Lachey. Why don't skeletons ever go trick or treating? Because they have nobody to go with. <laughs> Which one are you going to start with? A most popular creature in Halloween lore is the werewolf. In Wittlich, Germany, houses the tomb of the last known werewolf. Known as the Morbach or Mobach monster. The legend goes that towards the end of uh, Napoleon's last battle, a so- one of his soldiers, during the defeat of Napoleon, he fled. As he fled, he met up with uh, a- another group of soldiers. When they, they, well, they stumbled upon a small town. They find a, a little farm with a you know wife, a kid, mother, father, and they they slaughter them all, hmm. presumably for food, you know, for shelter and stuff like that. But before the wife dies, she puts a curse on the last guy on one of the soldiers, cursing him to turn into a beast of some sort. He attacks and he kills people. He roams. He feeds. He bites. Eventually, the the villagers get fed up. They corner him, and they kill him. So his tomb, in order to keep him, prevent him from rising up again, is a candle. This candle is always lit. The story goes that when the candle is not lit, he will be coming back. Hmm. So do they just have to have someone go over and make sure it's lit all the time? Or is that just a spoopy kind of lit? Now, supposedly, to this day, they still spot some sort of creature at night. But most people are too afraid to go pursuing after it. The candle, its purpose is to prevent him from rising up again and keep him or keep him away. Mm-hmm. But on full moons, though, see a creature out in the darkness. Ruby. Where do ghosts buy their Halloween candy? At the ghostery store. 
Your turn. So I'm going to do my first Japanese one. This one is called Hanako-san. And it's basically the Japanese version of Bloody Mary. Um, apparently, Miss Hanako-san is the spirit of a young girl who died in a school bathroom. Each variation has her cause of death as something different. One says she died during a raid in World War II, some claim suicide, and others say that her abusive parents caused her death. Now, to summon her, you must knock on the door of a bathroom stall, usually the third one, and ask if Hanako-san is there. She will reply with something like, yes, I am. And then they'll see either a bloody or ghostly hand, and either the hand or Hanako-san will pull you into the toilet, which may lead to hell. Or they'll be eaten as a, uh, by a three-headed lizard. So there's a Japanese Bloody Mary. And she relies, resides in a toilet stall. It's wonderful. Hmm. And apparently that happened in the 1950s. Hmm. First rose in the 1950s. I don't know why, but when you go into like the superstitious animes, there's always a ghost in the bathroom stall. I don't know why. Miss Hanako-san is popular. Did you know, if you see a spider on Halloween, it is the spirit of a loved one watching over you? Really? Or, in about one in four autopsies, a major disease is discovered that was previously undetected. Huh. There is a, there is a legend of a pit to hell. Supposedly. Toilet. <laughs> what? <laughs> is it a toilet? <laughs> a, 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 a toilet to hell after a night of Taco Bell in the distance you can still hear her <laughs> <laughs> Don't fall in, folks. You and might then, end up going to Hanukkah. <laughs> you just hear, you just hear splashes, <laughs> along with the occasional "Oh fuck!" <laughs> like, oh no, I shouldn't have eaten that last one. So, so, uh. Apparently, there was a dig site somewhere in Russia. <clears throat> and upon digging, uh, they were testing like a new dr uh, drill bit, some sort, of, some sort of digging tool, essentially. They were trying to dig deep. Um, what they discovered was a huge pit of fire. And the dig crew started noticing that you could hear the wells and screams of people coming from underneath. What they suspected was it was a gateway to hell. They very quickly got the hell out of there. Ha ha. <laughs> Interesting though. It is. It is. Had a shay. What do birds say on Halloween? Kaka. Trick or tweet? Are they using Twitter? Well, they are birds, so they're the first users of Twitter. <laughs> They've been tweeting long before humans been using it for stupid shit, which is pretty much all it's ever used for. Okay, so should I do? Uh, Did you? 
Let's see. I don't want to do all of my interesting ones at first. Uh, okay. That's all we got. <laughs> okay, so we'll go to France for a moment. Um, I don't know how to pronounce this. I'm going to sure try, but I'm probably going to fuck it up. So these are called uh, Dames Blanches, and I guess that means white ladies in English. Um, they are known as beautiful trolls, not because they look like trolls, but because they live under bridges. And they love to dance. When a man tries to cross, one comes out from under the bridge and asks the man to dance. If they decline, they are thrown to their death off the side of the bridge. And if they agree, they will survive. So basically, these white ladies have a toll that if you wish to cross their bridge, you have to do one dance with them. If you refuse or scream and run away, you're just going to be thrown off the fucking bridge. Hmm. Yeah, I would dance with the white ladies. They're known to be really pretty. Well, well, it's an expensive date. <laughs> very much so. <laughs> Wonder if they're uh, only for men or if they enjoy dancing with women too. They're straight white ladies, or do they do they like I'm... a little bit of female action too? Well, it, we need to find out if any female bodies are in. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did you know? Signs of a werewolf are a unibrow, hair palms, tattoos, and a long middle finger. Oh shit! Tattoos are a sign of a werewolf. Huh. Well, I've got, I've got all of them except for the long middle finger. I don't. Was that supposed to be a joke that I just didn't get? It's monster trivia and folklore. Oh, okay. In 1962, the Count Dracula Society was formed by Donald A. Reed. Good for him. Good for him. Yeah. What a sucky club. <laughs> all right. So, the one that. Uh, uh, so the legend I bring to you comes from Bali. I'm going to be stumbling through this. So any listeners from Bali that happen to be listening to this, please feel free to comment. I may or may not read them. This creature, my understanding, there's usually three of them. And there's three different ones. Uh, they are known as a leak, which I think is pronounced liak. Because I've saw, seen some spellings of this. So they are a type of witch. Okay. So the way they travel around, though, is their their head detaches from their body with all their entrails. So it's a head with all the entrails hanging down below. And when they're in hunting mode at night doing this, they're looking for pregnant women so they can feast upon the, the fetus's blood. They specifically attack pregnant women. And they also like body parts. I'm not I'm still unclear what they're doing with the, the body part part. Um, Maybe they wanted to actually put their spine with their entrails and something. Well, their body is still intact, so they they get back to the body after they hunt at night. Um, Ali can be male or female, or they can be both. They use uh, they also like gathering human the organs and body parts to make uh, potions and shit. So they can use these potions to transform into objects. So just imagine you're walking around at night and. Here comes a floating head. <laughs> That's nice. And then you see like the the spine and 
the, the stomach and the, I don't think the it's the spine. Intestine. It's literally just the organs from what I'm gathering. Like no, no it's just like hmm. the head and just all the entrails hanging down. Um It'd make more sense to have the spine, but okay. I guess there's ways you can identify if there's a leak around. Uh evil behavior, black magic, dark forces, and cannibalism. So the reason they like the blood of unborn fetuses is it helps with their magic practices. There is a way to kill a leak, though. You have to stab it in the neck from the bottom up. Essentially, it doesn't kill it, but what it does is it prevents it from returning back to its body because essentially there's a a knife stuck in it. (laughs) And it will die. So remember, folks, be on the lookout for floating heads. (laughs) (sighs) That's lovely. It is your turn. All right. So this one was kind of a dud, but it's sort of interesting at the same time. It's not really, it's not really an urban legend so much. It is something that Finland worships. Hmm. It's called the Otso, Otso, O-T-S-O. I don't know how it's pronounced. Um, but I guess bears are extremely important to the Finnish mythology. Um, also are bear spirits and are revered as gods. Um, apparently they're the true kings of the forest and if a bear is killed um, they always leave the skull in a sacred clearing with the sacrificial gifts and they are hmm. highly intelligent beings. So it's not really as much of a urban legend as it is I guess something that they worship. Um hmm. Kind of like how some elves in games worship their deer or crap like that. They um, really like their bears. So they're very godly, very intelligent bears. Hmm. Interesting. I couldn't really find much on Finland. That was like the only interesting thing that I had found on Finland. I don't know why. But mythology is nice, too. Well, I, I've lost my train of thought here. This is less uh, urban legends and more just kind of creatures that existed. You have in uh, Danish, Danish, Swedish, Norwegian folklore, you have the, the Druga, which is a undead creature. It likes to torment people that have wronged him during their lifetime. So, or have stumbled upon their treasure, or basically, this this fucker likes to mess with people. Hmm. Um, Is it the same thing that you can find in Skyrim's caves? And uh... mm. <laughs> those are basically little zombies. This guy, based on the images I'm seeing, he's pretty large. Um, of course, one of the more popular ones is the troll. Um, and in the folklore. They, they're wicked beings and tricksters who are reputed for dwelling deep down in the mountain, mountainous caves or underground tunnels and are very rarely helpful to humans. Uh, you have the Hudra, which is a myth, feminine mythical being who is renowned for her grace and beauty. Not really a scary thing, but, but she likes to lure men into, her, into endless labyrinths and underground tunnels. They can also lure men into a forest where they will become lost, afterwards stealing their mortal souls. She is also referred to as the lady in the wa- in the forest, or a bitch. 
They are often described as gracious be feminine beings with long cow-like tail. Wait. They can lose their beautiful physical appearances if they are convinced to marry mortal, marry immortal in a church. Huh. You know, I would think the long cow tail might be the first sign that you get the fuck out of there. Oh, well. Maybe they oh. like them some furries. <laughs> well, I'm already lost in the tail, lost in the forest. Fuck it. All right, you have the Nisi. Oh, they're essentially Christmas elves. Okay, that is the wrong holiday. Hey, did you know Halloween candy sales average about two billion dollars annually in the United States? Interesting. Lots of candy. The fear of Halloween is known as Sahanaphobia. Is the fear of Halloween? I would never have thought to pronounce it that way, but okay. What do ghosts give out to trick-or-treaters? Booze. Boo berries. Mm, I think everybody would prefer booze. No, booze is what they're going to give out after this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, who did Frankenstein go trick-or-treating with? I don't know. His ghoul friend. (laughs) Uh, all right Uh, uh, that hurts a little (laughs) 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 oh we're gonna take the record for the most unprofessional podcast in the world and i'll take that award (laughs) (laughs) one more trivia then i'll pass it back to you did you know Orange and black are Halloween colors because orange is associated with the fall harvest and black is associated with darkness and death. Well, of course. I think there's also some weird trivia about orange. Uh, yeah, they're round. Um, they can be juicy and sweet. Um, that's, that's a double entendre there, folks. It's all right. All right. <clears throat> I'll pass it back to you. Okay, so I'm going back to Japan and we're going to the... We're going to the... Uh, Edo period or the Edo, however the fuck you want to uh, I believe that. it's Edo. Edo period, the 17th century. Uh, so we're going to be talking about uh, the Kuchisake Ona, so the slip-mouthed woman. Um, she's a very vengeful spirit. There are th- several theories on how she became slip-mouthed. Uh, some of them are as follows. Um, one has her as an uh, adulterous wife or concubine. Slicing her mouth was her punishment um, for being basically a slut. And slicing her mouth was the punishment from her husband or whatever he was. I don't know if she was like a royal concubine or it didn't specify that. Um, Some also say it happened during a dental procedure. And the last one says that she had really, really sharp teeth. Oh, and a jealous woman could have done it as well. So there's a bunch of different variations on how she became slip-mouthed. But this one's kind of interesting because there's different um, different ways you can either survive or not survive with her if you have an encounter with her. Hmm. And I will go over that in just a moment. So she covers her face with a mask or a fan or like a handkerchief, kind of like some of those fancy... Asian women. Um, she carries a sharp instrument around at all times, such as like a knife, machete, scythe, scissors, you name it. She asks her victims if she is pretty. If they reply yes, she shows her mouth and asks again, even now, even with this 
am I still pretty? If they say no or scream in fright, she kills them with said weapon that she has on her. If they say yes, she will slit their mouth to look like hers. To survive, you must either say her appearance is average or I guess she gets distracted by money or some hard candies. So you you will throw money or some hard candies and she will stop to pick them up. Oh. <laughs> it's like an Assassin's Creed thing right there. Just throw some money. In order to defeat her, she's just a gold digger. Give her money. <laughs> or I or guess, kick her in her self-esteem. I guess uh, you can... You're very average. <laughs> I guess you can also say pomade three times and she'll go away. Say but what? some say she will pomade, P-O-M-A-D, pomade, huh. pomade three times and she will leave people alone. But um, if they say yes both times, here's like another variation. If they say yes both times, they will go for their kill during this their sleep or sometimes she'll just leave them alone altogether because I guess she was content with the compliments. But very vengeful woman that wants to be called pretty, I guess. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. But she uh, apparently really likes candy and money. And her sharp instruments. <laughs> what is this? I'm enjoy? God damn it. <laughs> it's like, oh man, I wanted to slip that bitch's mouth. She was slightly pretty. I did not like that. <laughs> what? All right. I, I, I love, I, I love the how vain and just kind of dumb how urban legend creatures are kind of defeated. <laughs> I know. To defeat a floating head, just put a stick in it. To defeat this ghost girl, give her money. All right, just like throw some coins in the ground. She'd be so like, now, oh. now wait a minute. Then mm. is it any money, or does it have to specifically be yen? Or like, what if I walk in with like a a twenty dollar USD? I it didn't specify that. All right, well then I'll just walk in with some pesos and. <laughs> Although she, she the they did rate. specify which candy she likes. Oh. I I really don't know how to pronounce this. I'm gonna say Beko Ame. It's B E K K O space A M E. Those are the type of candy she likes. So I guess she'll be all like, "I'ma kill you." Ooh, piece of candy. Beko Ame. I guess. Uh, spell it again, if you would. B E K K O space A M E. Oh oh, is that what? Oh okay. So I've had this before, actually. Um, it's essentially, I don't know if you've ever seen them or at least seen the videos of them. So Beko Omi, and I, I'm probably saying that wrong. Um, this is the like sugar art candy. Mm. I don't know if you've seen those or not. So usually they, they heat up like sugar and then they'll take and shape it. Like the one I had was just a giant shaped uh, butterfly. It was it was really neat watching him do it. It's a, it kind of caramely tasting. No, just the one the one I had. It just it was just had a very basic sweet taste to it. For me, it, it wasn't really about the the eating of it, but it was just 
the, the watching this guy work, and I, and I bought a bought some for him just because complex he was making it. He made it look easy, but I, I'm willing to bet if I tried that, I'd just be all over the fucking place. <laughs> I made a mess. <laughs> <laughs> you made me ink. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, we did you know candy corn was originally called chicken feed? Interesting. Uh, many would argue that candy corn tastes like chicken feed or garbage. That's not how it got its original name. Created in the 1880s by George Reniger, 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 it was sold to the masses by Goodlitz Confectionery Company, now the Jelly Belly Company, at the turn of the century because corn is what was used to feed chicken. The creation was called Chicken Feed, and the box was marked with a colorful rooster. Interesting. I'm just going to add here, candy corn tastes like garbage. The end. <laughs> it really does, and they make candy corn flavored shit, too. Uh, I don't know if they still make it, but they... I I, I will try, like, random creations. Um, one year they did candy corn M&M's. Really? If you hate yourself, find them and try them. <laughs> It is not a good combo. You know what else isn't a good combo? They made a maple syrup freaking um, Snickers. Wait, maple syrup? Maple, like maple something or other Snickers. It's the nastiest thing ever. It, it, oh, is it one of the nut butter ones? Not like the maple almond butter or something like that? Something like that. Oh, well, that one's awesome. I like that one. No, I don't like the maple. It's so nasty. Oh, real maple syrup is delicious. And it costly. doesn't taste like maple syrup, though. It just it's just mapley and it doesn't Wait, well. mapley doesn't taste like maple syrup. <laughs> no, it's different. But but do you like actual maple syrup though? Yeah, I, I like maple syrup. Okay. I just don't like the way that the maple tastes with the snickers yeah oh, okay I, I know what you're talking about like, the weird artificial flavors like i don't like mm -hmm. artificial banana flavoring right because it tastes nothing like banana <laughs> right it really doesn't but it's yeah so it was really nasty yeah. but uh well we're talking about candy so this fits um i know you know it's funny artificial grape flavor does not taste like grape <laughs> right it doesn't but you i still grape, think it, it just... tastes good yeah, uh, right. I, I like it. Uh, same thing for artificial watermelon flavoring. Watermelon tastes nothing like that. <laughs> I don't. Right. I don't like actual watermelon, but I like watermelon flavoring. So the only artificial fruit flavor that comes anywhere close, I think, is ras blue raspberry. It's the closest to the actual fruit, even though there's no such thing as a blue raspberry currently. Right. At least not yet. I'm sure someone's going to obviously cross-pollinate and create one although um cherry kind of tastes like maraschino cherries and i don't like either i like cherries but i just don't like the maraschino ones the, the jarred ones I, I i do like those on occasion while we're on the topic of halloween what's your favorite candies 
Uh, I like regular Snickers. I like Twix. I like Hershey's. I like Hershey's a lot. I like almost any of the Hershey's except for the white chocolate one and the cr- cookies and cream one. Um, you know, when um, I vaguely recall when the white cookies and cream came out, I, I used to love that one. I, I, I have a love for white chocolate in general, but it has to be really good quality white chocolate, which is hard to find. Even though it's not technically chocolate. <laughs> yeah, I don't like white chocolate at all. So the white chocolate and the cookies and cream ones were just gross to me. Um, when it comes to chocolate, I'm I've become kind of a snob. I'll still eat a Hershey's bar on occasion, especially the uh, um, the almond, the one with almonds. That's mm-hmm. the best one. I, I do like a good. Uh, I like a higher quality chocolates if I can get a hold of them. But that said, I, I'm still a cheap cheap horror at heart so i'll still buy the cheap shit mm-hmm. <laughs> as far as the regular candy bars three musketeers is still one of my favorites the zero bars is, is great if you like you gotta like white chocolate it's essentially a white chocolate snickers that's all it is mm. no i don't like because it has everything the snickers does <laughs> hmm. um now I, I i wonder if you okay so the reese's cups those um, are pretty good. I feel like after the 90s, they started getting progressively sweeter and less peanut buttery tasting. Mm-hmm. So there's a brand out. They're called Boyers. Boyers. They make the the Mallow Cup, which I bet you, 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 would, you wouldn't have seen those much in Utah. But where you currently are, I bet you'll see them a little more frequently at certain gas stations. So they make Mellow Cup, another candy called Smoothies, which is great tasting. They're like a butterscotch peanut butter cup. And they have a brand of peanut butter cups. And their peanut butter cups taste like what Reese's used to taste like. And I think their chocolate is better. It's actually got a bite to it. You know, it's crisp. Mm -hmm. And it tastes like peanut butter inside, not candy. (laughs) Right. That said, if I'm if I'm offered a Reese's, I'll still eat the damn thing. <laughs> right, Reese's are still pretty good. They're just not. Um, well, fruity pretty- candies, Jolly Ranchers are still good, but really, the, the cherry flavor is the best flavor. Right, I like me some Starbursts, the pink ones. I like High Chew better than Starburst. Do you? If you have a chance to try them, I highly suggest doing so. And I do believe it is... You just did one, right? Yeah. I am going to go to China. But not really. Where we're going to talk about the monstrous Mongolian death worm. Rumored to exist in the rocky and unforgiving Gobi Desert, the Mongolian death worm is unquestionably one of China's stranger cryptids. This nightmarish creature is allegedly red in color, somewhere between two and five feet long, and as thick as a man's arm. I mean, that's that's not very thick. I, I've seen some spangly man arms. So <laughs> it should be noted that two to five feet is the most commonly stated length, though some sources suggest the animal can grow to much greater sizes. 
sometimes referred to as the intestine sperm because of its rigid intestines-like appearance. This cryptid is greatly feared by locals due to its highly toxic and possibly acid-like venom. Death worm has the ability to spread its venom from reasonable distance, and the substance is powerful enough to kill a camel or horse. <gasps> Ooh. Some tales assert the worm can also use electricity on hapless passerbys. So Thor worm. There have been numerous expeditions mounted to find the worm. That's what she said, including several, including several that were filmed for TV, including the popular mystery show Destination Truth. But all have returned empty-handed. So Sounds like the search for Bigfoot. It's the search for the big worm. Ladies and gentlemen, let's just be a warning to you. Don't go touch touch spitting worms. I think if a five-foot worm were approaching me, I'd probably not touch it. But it wants to be your friend. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It wants me for food. Uh, what type of pants do ghosts wear to trick-or-treat? Uh, oh, hell. That is the wrong answer. <laughs> I don't know. Boo jeans. Oh my heck. Boo jeans, huh? I got a lot of editing to do. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's both of us. We were ill prepared for this episode. <laughs> well, it doesn't help that, like, my neighbors like to be really loud and he, he does not like that. Hey, what holiday is Dracula's favorite? I don't know. I, I tried thinking about that one and I'm not, I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> uh. Did you hear about the zombie cow? He wants to eat your grains. <laughs> your grains. That reminds me of South Park. Um, change. I need some change. That was a... Uh, it's funny, that movie was a take on both living, Night of the Living Dead and the growing homeless problem. <laughs> right. Oh, boy. <sighs> All righty. I think it's my uh, turn, isn't it? It is your turn. Lachey, spook us. So we're going back to France. So this guy is called the Ancor. Okay. He resembles the Grim Reaper from Brittany. Brittany? Brittany. Ah, oh, God damn it, Brittany. <laughs> Brittany. Brittany. <laughs> that is literally what it was written down in on the website. Brittany. B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y. Probably just say Britain. <laughs> no no from now on it is is Brittany (laughs) alright unlike his uh, unlike the Grim Reaper his job is to guard the graveyard or to collect the the lost ones and bring them to his realm so no living has ever seen him to do that it would cause certain death his eyes resemble burning ashes those removed those were removed by an angel for trying to rip the soul from a pure untainted man. So an angel was like, fuck you, man. You're not allowed to do that. Let me rip your eyes out. 
Um, he pulls a black cart or hearse with two horses. It has been hmm. said that he harvests uh, harvested souls. Wow. I wrote this down funky. I was very tired. The harvested souls that he collects work for him by loading bodies into his cart so he can pull the souls from those later. A death in the family will come after a year if you hear his knock. So if he knocks on your door, you're gonna have an, you're gonna have death in the family. If you are if there's a red mark on the door, sickness will come. Um, there's always room for one more body, so he will continue on forever. So I guess he's got some sort of like spatial inventory for his cart. So there's always room. Hmm. So he's just some grim reapery looking dude pushing. Well, he's not pushing it, but his two horses are pushing his hearse thing and he's collecting souls. Wait, they're pushing the hearse? Uh, so they're. Or are they? Huh. Pulling person. Oh, okay. I was you... like, wait a minute. <laughs> was a that, that would be even better. You just got two horses. Uh, come on, we gotta go. That would be more funny. <laughs> how, how do I get <laughs> horses to move a damn car? <laughs> oh hell! <laughs> yeah. In the great country of Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why the website. Welcome to Brittany. Uh, we. I just wrote it down. The uh -huh. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. My favorite part of that is that angel that was like, no, fuck you. Like, let me take your eyes. No, like, not okay. Bad boy. Let me have those. So we are going to go back to Russia. This says I got I got spooked there. Did, did you hear the fear? Uh, I'm so afraid. But before I do that, there really are so-called vampire bats, but they're not from Transylvania. They live in Central and South America and feed on the blood of cattle, horses, and boids. Boids. Yes, boids. The fuck are boids? Boids. You never heard of boids? No. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Not many accents, huh? Birds. Oh. Boids. <laughs> oh. Right. What the hell? You you never heard that? No. Huh. Well, now you have. Boids. Uh do you hear that in uh certain there's a couple states out that kind of pronunciation. Alrighty. Uh, anyway, I'm going to talk about the red piano. Ooh. I know. <sighs> a little girl, a little girl, uh, ah, wait a minute, a little ghoul, <laughs> who really wanted to start playing piano, got one as a birthday present from her parents. As it was delivered, the story gave the parents the context of the only person in town who could fix the piano, an old lady. The girl was excited to start practicing, but a few, like, a few weeks later, she started complaining to her parents that her fingertips hurt. <gasps> but, she oh. told, but she was told that this is normal. 
She was just bruising them through overpractice. But if she kept going, her fingers would get used to the pressure. The girl continued to practice, but started getting growing thinner and paler. Hmm. Then, after a month, the piano broke. The old lady was invited over to fix it. When she arrived, she told the parents that the girl needed to stay out of the room as she was working, as she didn't want any distractions. She shut the door to the room, and soon after emerged, the piano was fixed. The girl went back to her daily practices and continued to lose weight and color in her cheeks. She was so weak she could barely walk across the room. Then the piano broke again. The old lady arrived to take a look at the piano and again told the parents to stay out of the room. The parents were curious about how such a frail old lady managed to fix such an instrument and decided to peek inside the room through the keyhole. <gasps> Scandalous. They saw the old lady open the piano and take out a glass jar filled with what looked like blood. Then she started to drink it. Ah, my Bloody Mary mix. The parents rushed to the call. That's a little beatboxing, folks. The parents rushed to call the police, who got to the house just in time to arrest the old lady. As they examined the piano, they discovered that the keys had tiny needles built into them, so small that they were practically invisible to the naked eye. As the girl played the piano, she suffered tiny cuts which drained her blood, drop by tiny drop into the jar. The, design, the piano was also designed to break when the jar was full, so that the old lady could arrive and drink the blood. Hmm, that's pretty... Um, that's a pretty short-sighted plan. <laughs> well, that, but it's also kind of clever at the same time. I, I, I guess we're assuming she did this to Several pianos or just the one? <laughs> right. Not a very uh, good business model for collecting blood, I guess, but all right. Hey, did you know Halloween is on October 31st? <gasps> the last day of the Celtic calendar. It was originally a pagan holiday honoring the dead. Halloween was referred to as All Hallows Eve and dates back to over 2,000 years ago. Wow. 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 <laughs> that was like a SpongeBob, like Gary. Wow. Did you know Tootsie Rolls were the first wrapped penny candy in America? <laughs> <clears throat> Pumpkins also come in white, blue, and green. Great for unique monster carvings. Oh. Now why don't we ever sell the white and the blue ones? Uh, well, you do see the white so ones on occasion. Huh. But the blue and other colors, not so much. It might be because they're just not that easy to grow. Mm. Your basic orange ones are super easy to grow. Now, wait a minute. Are blue... Oh. I, I was not aware. I actually wasn't aware that there were blue pumpkins. I didn't know that either. That's neat. So... I am going to get some seeds next year and try to grow some. <laughs> That's fascinating. Now, I wonder if you cut them open, if they're still blue inside or if they're just still orange. Anyway. Oh, so <clears throat> did, did you ever celebrate Halloween as a kid? Mm -hmm. I sure did. I did like once or twice at most. <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, that said, I still like Halloween. I, I just like the decoration part, really. <laughs> right, I do too. When you well, get all the clearance stuff, when like the day afterwards, I I, I I still for the most part leave up the decorations. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the clearance shit. Oh, I gotta remember that this year. You can also get a metric fuck ton of candy. You sure can. Which I need to just stay away from. <laughs> oh, right. We can do a couple more. And we can. We'll Sadly, start. I don't have any more written down. All right. Well, we'll just sort of. We will riff. We will discuss. We'll converse. That's what our podcast mostly is, anyway. Halloween is the second most commercially successful holiday, with Christmas being the first. That's neat. It's because of all the the basic bitches like the fucking Christmas, and then like all the spoopy people like the spoopy. I, I mean, I like Christmas too, so... You basic bitch. How dare you? Don't you insult my integrity? Spice. I, I have pumpkin spice creamer, thank you very much. I need it for my latte because I drink a latte of them. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. Okay. Black cats were once believed to be witches' familiars who protected their powers. Me wow. Me wow? Me wow. Me wow. Yeah. Me wow. Let's see. Let's do a little deep dive on some other urban legends. Note here for our few listeners right now. We meant to be a lot more prepared for this, but we kind of got caught <laughs> with our pants down with this episode. But, but, we are peons and we stumble. We so sure we do. do. We stumble all over the fucking place. Oh my god, they made colored Oreos with neon colors. Huh? Yeah, they started coloring the stuffing of the Oreos. Oreos would be a great thing to hand out, like those little Oreo packets, if you were rich. Neon Oreos? Hmm. Yeah, they looked kind of cool. Don't know how they would taste though, or whether they're flavored that same color. Mm, they're probably just dyes. That sounds like a lot of dye. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I mean, I'll, I'll still eat an Oreo on occasion. I like me some Oreos. Oh, you, you know what's good though is uh, the 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 nutter butters. The yeah. uh, the other one, the wafer one. Those are fucking delicious. There's wafer ones. Yeah, it, it's like a. It, they come in like like a pack of like a couple sheets. It's like it's like a cracker. I don't want to say cracker, but it's like a thin crackery like wafer, and then a giant pocket full of the peanut butter filling. Interesting. They're awesome, and also strangely pricey. Well, I, I say pricey, but. I'm a cheap fucker, so. 
If you want to be severely disappointed, try the uh, chocolate and peanut butter pie Oreos. Chocolate and peanut butter pie Oreos? Yeah. If you really want a peanut butter Oreo, just get the peanut butter Oreo. That, that's my suggestion. I haven't tried the peanut butter Oreos yet. Those are great. Especially are when they? you dip them in... Well, if you like dipping them in milk, I do. Because milk and cookies are great. Yes. I'm just normally are, I'm eating them where I, I generally shouldn't have milk or else I'm going to spill it all over the place. I mean, if you like set it down, you can dip the cookie. <laughs> no, I mean like when I'm in my chair and stuff like that. Because <laughs> I generally don't have my desk is generally really full of shit. So... Roof shit. Roof <laughs> shit. <laughs> Uh, let's see. I'm going to break out some more Halloween trivia here. Um, blah, blah, blah. Here we go. Halloween trivia. Halloween was brought to North America by immigrants from Europe who would celebrate to harvest around a bonfire, share ghost stories, sing, dance, and tell fortunes. Nice. The ancient Celts thought the spirits and ghosts roamed the countryside on Halloween night. They began wearing masks and costumes to avoid being recognized as human. Hmm. Bobbing for apples is thought to have to have originated from the Roman Harvest Festival that honors Pomona, the goddess of fruit cheese. Huh. The goddess of fruit cheese, huh? <laughs> oh, Pom- Pomona. Whoa, was me. I need a uh I need another apple to finish my pie. C- could you just <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I am out of grapes. Uh, P- Pomona. Yeah. The character Laurie Strode, played by Jamie Lee Curtis, was named after John Carpenter's first girlfriend. First girlfriend, huh? Don't name anything after your first girlfriend. Well, <laughs> All right. While the setting for the story is in Illinois, the vehicles have California license plates. Halloween. The movie Halloween. Uh, Halloween is... Uh, oh, no, I think I've already read that one. Yeah, yeah I did. Trivia! <laughs> Not Activia. You're doing trivia. What is a skeleton's favorite snack? Bones. Ribs. <laughs> That's not really a snack. Hey. Uh. Yeah. Uh, he he, he loved. He, wants... he liked the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Seemed like it. Hey, what is a skeleton's favorite musical instrument? I don't know. The trombone. Oh hell. I was more close to that answer than I was the last answer when I answered Bones before. What kind of streets do zombies prefer? I don't know. Dead ends. Dead end streets. Why? (laughs) Then they have to 
No, they have to climb over stuff to whatever. I don't think they care. Why would they have to climb over a street? They just won't. Well, because if it's a dead end, they might have to climb around or over the house. That the I dead think end you're is. overthinking this. <laughs> They've got a roam. Oh, okay. What do you call a witch with chicken pox? A polka dotted witch. I don't know. An itchy witchy. <laughs> 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 wow all right when do ghosts eat breakfast when they wake up in the morning wow uh mm. <laughs> what do you mm. what do you call a mummy who tastes like candy floss candy floss yeah i didn't know there was candy floss yeah. i don't know or it's or cotton candy originally oh. candy floss okay yeah uh, and it, there's another name, but I'm spacing on that. Well, anyway, you call it a yummy mummy. <sighs> Is that what they called your mother? No, she's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, spooky. <laughs> uh, oh, geez. <laughs> Which Shakespeare play do ghosts like best? Romeo and something. Romeo and Goulet. <laughs> oh, I should have taken that from the ghoul friend's idea. How do you make a witch itch? Give her chicken pox. Take away the W. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God damn it. A <laughs> uh, uh, few more here and then we're going to start wrapping up. How come cannibals don't like eating clowns? Too much makeup. They taste funny. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Oh, that's right. I was going to do... Okay. So... How dare you forget and remember something? Uh, it's not that I forgot. It's just wasn't very interesting. So yeah, never mind. I was gonna look at I was gonna do some Australian urban legends, but I couldn't really find anything that I found all that interesting. Most mm -hmm. of them are kind of dull, honestly. <laughs> I'm sure there's some good ones I just didn't have time to really delve deep. Yeah. Why do skeletons have su have such low self-esteem? Because they're bone thin. They have nobody to love. Hey, how come it's hard to get under a skeleton? What? I'm going to skip that it's one. It's not hard I'm... to get under a skeleton. It's probably not very heavy. Why did the ghost go into the bar? To have a drink. To have some booze. You know, <laughs> I think I prematurely answered some of these. Before you, you know. Not really. Because I said booze earlier on a ghosty joke, and it was yeah, wrong. That's a different joke. <laughs> wow, that's actually kind of clever. Why did the vampire read the New York Times? Mm. He heard it had great circulation. That's almost clever. Almost. <laughs> Well, ladies and gentlemen, 
we are going to start wrapping up for this Halloween episode. This episode will be coming out on Halloween. I don't know why I'm saying this now because you're not going to notice that until it actually comes out on Halloween. <laughs> but you know what? I'm just going to leave this in anyway. Well, announcements is an announcement, whether it's an late announcement. Uh, this episode, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you've enjoyed this spooky edition of The Stumbling Peons. Our next Halloween episode next year will be a bit more organized than this one. <laughs> Did you find your, your, your booty? How dare you? Your, your booty and your... I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> You pirate. Oh, why did the ghost go to a strip club? He was after that booty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. Okay. All right, folks. This has been the Stumbling Peons. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for putting up with my guest star over here. My howler. I mean, he liked the bones joke. He sure did, didn't he? <laughs> we hope you continue listening to our super unofficial uh, our super unprofessional podcast we yes. will keep oh. doing it as long as you keep listening we oh. are still doing a 90s episode eventually alrighty folks until next time this has been the stumbling peons saying happy okay. halloween <laughs>